Welcome to a well of being. Mr. Wild and Free 2020 flows February 29th. Let's go. It was my intention to write to this. Last night, the exhaustion caught up the grip. Heavy handed, it demanded all the hours I stole from it. Warned me I still couldn't. Peace and blessings. Once again, it's Mr. Wild and Free here with another episode of A Well of Being. On today's episode, we will be expanding on last week's subject and helping to map your internal navigation by getting you familiar with your neighborhood of thoughts, the destinations that you typically move through or end up stationed at uh, in, in your daily routines, in your habitual mindsets. My goal in continuing with this analogy is to illustrate even more powerful insights that can help to inspire positive growth aspirations that inevitably make it easier for you to navigate through your difficult times. So when we speak of your neighborhood of thought, what I'm referring to is the ways of thinking that you know and are habitually prone to encountering. These are the destinations that you are inputting kind of haphazardly or without a second thought or without intention. Those destinations that your mind or, you know, in the analogy we use Siri, right? Siri is automatically inputting those GPS coordinates and sending you to an address or a way of thinking that you may or may not have really wanted to end up at. So just like a real neighborhood, oftentimes when you want to get to a new destination, you have to travel through your neighborhood. You have to pass familiar scenery before you can reach new domains. What this means is as you are creating new habits, as you are creating new pathways in your mind to think clearer, to have better mindsets, to have a different philosophy and outlook on life. You'll be passing through those old neighborhoods of thought. What's important in this is to recognize that passing through those familiar territories is not the intended destination. Simply because you see something familiar does not mean that that is where you need to linger, right? Like imagine you trying to travel out of town for a weekend trip, right? You wanted to go camping. And every time you attempted to drive and leave your neighborhood, every time you saw something familiar, you would gravitate towards that. Oh, there goes that Goodwill that I always used to shop at when, you know, over the last couple of years. Let me stop in there real quick and you know, look around. Oh, there goes that McDonald's that, you know, I always used to go to with my mother when I was younger when we didn't have much. And, uh, you know, it's just nostalgic. So let me go in there and um, grab myself something to eat. And, oh, by the way, that Barnes & Noble is opening up once again. And, you know, maybe I should hop in there. And you would never make it to your destination, would you? Again, you know that those destinations are there for you but that is not your intended destination today. 
So yes, while you may feel a bit of apprehension or anxiety or frustration, right? Whether you're on the highway and you're prone to getting road rage, right? You feel that familiar sense of anxiety and aggression raising, rising up within you. That is not your intended destination of thought today. You can choose other routes out of your mental neighborhood, your neighborhood of thought, in order to reach the destinations you intend to reach. Think of it as uprooting previous limitations placed upon you by that neighborhood mechanic, that uh, the realities that come with taking a familiar route to leave your territory. Same way you can potentially choose another route to get to work in the morning, you can choose another route to get to work in the morning, mentally. You may be familiar with waking up and being disgruntled and upset or frustrated at the fact that you have to work for someone, right? Or you have to go do this thing. And I'm sure you all have heard it before, but simply changing your mindset, saying, I get to do these things, is changing your mental route on how you've arrived at work. Similarly so, when it comes to the anxieties or depression or those times where you feel you need to take a break. If you're a workaholic like myself, sometimes you may find yourself beating yourself up simply for taking that downtime or for setting aside that time for self to say, hey, you know what? I can't handle this right now or I don't need to be focusing on this work. Yet, you're you're frustrated at the fact that you're not doing work. You feel like you could be doing more. And that is simply a mental route you have chosen to the destination of not doing work. So whether you're beating yourself up about not doing work or not, right? The ultimate destination, the end game is that you are not doing work. So if you have felt that it is necessary and it is the right time for you to take a break from work, if that is the case, don't beat yourself up about it. Choose a different mental route out of your neighborhood of thoughts so that you can arrive at the destination in a better mindset. And naturally, that analogy works for the, the flip side of that scenario, right? If you find yourself not working enough, find a different mental route that encourages you to work more towards your goals. Now, another part of making this habit stick is learning to enjoy the novelty in the new pathways, Find ways to bridge the connections between pathways you used to take and new pathways you wish to embark upon. So what do I mean by that? Well, let's say, hypothetically speaking, I used to have a problem with aggression, right? Like that's a hypothetical scenario. Let's say I struggle with aggression. 
typically my old mental pathways would lead me into fighting a lot, blowing up at people, whatever, right? Yet in my old mental pathways, I had no deliberate outlet. I had no conducive or productive outlet for that aggression. So in choosing a new neural pathway and a new pathway out of my neighborhood of thought, I can lead myself on a new route towards expressing that aggression through martial arts. A disciplined practice with consenting fighting partners in an avenue that allows me to explore and express that aggression productively. So that is one way you can see how to draw a line, right? See what is the common denominator in the, the, the mental pathway that you're seeking to express, right? Is it, oh, I, I want to express my artistic side, right? Well, is the way that you are expressing your artistic side conflicting with your business mind and your need to work, right? Is there a way that you can bridge that gap by making your art productive for you in a business sense so that you can maneuver out of this other business and into more of creating your art. Finding those connections internally is something that only you can do. You know the things that drive you should you take the time to listen to yourself. You should feel intuitively the things that pull on the strings of curiosity within your mind, the things that make you flutter with passion and purpose. Once you start listening to those things inside of you, yeah, your neighborhood of thought. And <laughs> here's another uh, important analogy, right? I'll get to that in a second. Your neighborhood of thought is going to double down on you, right? So you'll have that spiritual knowledge. You'll have that intuitive understanding of this is what I know I need to be doing and what I would like to be doing. And yet your physical mind, your neighborhood of thought will detract you from that. It will steer you away from that using fear and doubt and guilt and shame and all of the other tools at its disposal when it comes to those energy levels of consciousness that are destructive. It will use all of that at its disposal to try and destroy disturb you or distract you, um, it will use all of that at its disposal to distract you from that overall objective. It is your job to change that, to rewrite that. And the only reason why it may be distracting you or pulling you away from that is because you are indoctrinated into that way of thinking or you have allowed yourself to slowly but surely slip into that mode of thinking. If you were raised with the philosophies in mind of how to own your own mind and to cultivate a greater sense of intention, then perhaps this may not be an issue for you. But if you find yourself easily distracted or disturbed by depression, anxiety, uh, the the woeful thoughts, uh analogy, right? Um, well, comparison, I would say, 
comparing yourself to others and their journeys, then these are things that you have to overcome because these are the habitual mindsets that you are falling victim to. And so when I, when I mentioned the neighborhood of thought and the indoctrinated thought patterns that you may have, right? One thing you have to recognize about your neighborhood of thought is that it was not only constructed by you. Your neighborhood of thought is the total collective of thoughts that have been impressed upon you, whether by yourself or others, and have left its mark. These are the, the, the thoughts that have gravity in your mind. And for some people, they may not be easily influenced by others' thoughts and opinions, but for others, it may be very difficult for us to overcome that, especially if those other people are like our parents or our family or our friends or our coworkers. Those thoughts can then be rooted in the mind and become part of this neighborhood of thought. And based on the way that you navigate through your neighborhood of thought, that will determine the decisions you make because of how you consider them. If you're overly valuing the opinions of others, it may cause you to make a decision different than you intuitively wanted to make. Or I would even say that some of these thoughts that were implanted by others feel so natural to you now that you think they are your own thoughts. You believe that it is just the way that you believe and think of the world, not remembering or recognizing where those thoughts had their original inception. So in order for you to create new habits in life, in order for you to reroute that internal guidance and that GPS to get you to the destinations that you want to reach in life, you will have to learn how to navigate through your neighborhood of thought, uprooting those previous limitations and indoctrinated beliefs, choosing different routes to reach the destinations you are intending to reach, and learning to enjoy the novelty in those new pathways, creating a reward system similar to that that you have experienced in your day-to-day -day life. This all comes with just changing your perspective. What do I mean by that? Well, I mean, I really get a kick out of watching anime, right? That's super fun. But if I overdo that, I'm wasting time. I'm doing things that are unproductive for my day. Uh, there is a sense of novelty and fulfillment and joy that I get from seeing character development, right? And the ways that the plot develops and the story becomes more expansive. Well, in changing my own perspective, allowing myself to become excited about my own personal character development, developing my own sense of power and expanding the story that I exist within myself, I am now creating a small bridge connecting me from a neighborhood train of thought and inevitable course of action. And I am redirecting the flow of that energy back into something that I feel is productive 
and beneficial for my life. And that's not to say that you can't watch anime. Of course you can. You just have to, everything in moderation, you know, I still watch anime. (laughs) But, you know, you have to be able to course correct when you feel yourself going off track if you want to succeed and if you want to have a productive, beneficial frame of mind. If you want to uproot and get rid of debilitating depression and anxiety and worry and concern. It may not be easy in the moment, but all of those things are a choice. Yeah, when you're in it, it feels like quicksand. It feels like tar where you're getting pulled into it, like a sticky flypaper that you can't you know, pull yourself off of. But once you weather that storm and you start to get back on track, and you, you take hold of your own mind, you can start to see that these were pathways that I was choosing. Those destinations will always be there. I may have to maneuver through them because they have become my neighborhood of thoughts, but I can choose new routes and I can reach new destinations or I can even reach existing destinations that I intended to get to, but typically took me through depression and anxiety and concern and worry and all of that, right? I can just choose a new route to get to that destination, right? I don't have to go to work. I get to go to work. It's that change in mindset, choosing that new route to reach that destination. So I hope that this has once again been helpful for you all. I think that just really doubling down on this analogy, painting that picture will help you to continue seeing it in this way and helping to create those new pathways for you in your own mind. It'll help you think about the way you're thinking and create new ways to go about it. You know, I genuinely wish that there was a class on teaching people how to think when we were younger in grade school, because I feel like that would have been an incredibly important class to have. Philosophy should start early. And we can use the tools and the analogies and the metaphors that we have today to start venturing down that path of wisdom. Now, before I go, I do have one question for you. What would you say is your own neighborhood of thought? What neural pathways, what modes of thinking do you find yourself coming across most frequently. So yeah. If you're digging the podcast and enjoying these deep dives, you know, it would mean the world to me if you subscribed, if you have not already. Um, So, you know, click that little plus button or that notification bell or whatever it is on whatever platform you are using. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And you can also email directly well at bcast.email. That's well with three L's at bcast.email. And of course, you can follow the Instagram page, a well of being with three L's. And of course, my personal Instagram account is mrwildenfree. However, I will say staying subscribed to the newsletter is the most effective way or staying subscribed on your favorite podcast player is the most effective way to get updates on the latest episodes and most especially 
I'm speaking into existence for you, the listener. Guidance, intention, willingness, direction, opportunity, joy, understanding, education, vision, autonomy, ability, strength, perseverance, and most especially, most especially, mental fortitude and peace of mind. Well, until next time. Mr. Wild and Free 2020 Flows, February 29th. Let's go. It was my intention to write to this. Last night, the exhaustion caught up the grip. Heavy-handed, it demanded all the hours I stole from it. Warned me I still couldn't give it a rest. The self-neglect committed to a challenge I made myself. In the final hours, I had to pay back my health. Migraines and body aches, eczema reacting up Many nights stayed up, some mornings I slept in On others, my day began, two hours from turning in My diet sure let it slip Obvious I'm still vegan though the processed pretzels and hummus I overdid Big bowls of cereal and snackage I had ravaged just for coping I ain't moping, no not giving up Autocorrect my spirit realigns Detox on mind, body and soul Only way to go is up a level Yet I futuristic February folded on my plastic waist Wait